Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome him. I love him because he's a nice human being. And that's part of, it's not the problem, but, you know, a lot of us are really nice. When I say us, I don't mean me. I mean, y'all, a lot of y'all are nice, nice, beautiful human beings. Uh, and he is Brandon Brooks. He is the owner of Inventrify, managing partner at Overlook Ventures as well. He's out there doing goodness in the tech space. Let me welcome him back to the show. Brandon Brooks, welcome. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for having me today. How are you? Good, good. I love following you on Twitter uh, because there's always some joy and some goodness in your Twitter feed. Um, and, you know, around this 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 tech space, you know, Drew and I were just talking about the pending war that other people are planning for. I think tech has to be at the forefront of the self-defense. I think we need drones. I think, yeah, I think I was just watching this horrible movie, but they had some elements. Uh, Marky Mark was in it. It was called uh, Infinite. And the um, what's the name? Egea four. You know, the, the, he, the 12 years a slave actor. He had this these drones that could suss out where people are, and he just and they went and they found the people, and then took care of them. I was like, we need that. The drones <laughs> come near my joint. I'm going to send my drones out. Talk to me about what could be on the horizon in that space. You invest in a lot of companies. Have you seen anything? like this yeah i mean there's just exciting stuff all over um it's you know a lot of tech entrepreneurs are now getting like dod contracts um for you know the department of defense and so it's it's really exciting i think there's like just futuristic stuff stuff we can't even imagine that's happening the drones are awesome the little micro drones that are um almost like you know the size of a bee that are out there and uh just a lot of cool stuff that we're seeing all right so if you were building uh, an impenetrable fortress around your community um, secretly. This is just hypothetically, Brandon. Uh, do you have the people that can do it? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. All yeah. right. That's all, that's all I brought you on because I needed to know that. All right. So <laughs> now tell <laughs> you'll be hearing from me. Now tell us what you're doing uh, at Inventrify because you were here before talking about that. Since then you, you have, gotten all of that george floyd uh guilt money as well that's what i'm calling it because you know you know what it is right you've got a lot of that what have you done with it yeah so with inventify i mean we've just had a lot of great things going on helping small local community businesses um helping them just recover from from being closed down throughout the pandemic or to give them a leg up and get started um, cause we're seeing a lot of people leave their, leave their jobs that they just felt like were dead end jobs or having to get back to the office. And so they're wanting to start businesses. So a lot of funding has been going, um, to them and, you know, separate from Inventify, we, we started Overlook Ventures where we're, uh, currently gathering some of that, you know, maybe guilt money. <laughs> um, hopefully people will have, you know, some faith in us that, that we're really good at what we're doing. But uh, also, you know, we, we won't turn down any money. No, two things can be true. You absolutely are deserving of it. And people are feeling, you know, like they got to, you know, check a box and say, I, I gave to somebody. So you're worthy. Um, give us a couple of exciting companies that you've invested in in the last since this pandemic. Yeah. So we're actually at the very beginning of our fund, which is a $50 million fund with Overlook Ventures. And so we're, we're, we're getting ready to start deploying that capital now. 
we have some like really interesting black owned businesses um, and women owned businesses and Latinx owned businesses that are like kind of within our pipeline. But we'll be announcing those hopefully very soon, um, as soon as we start to deploy the capital from our fund, which could be within the next couple of weeks. Brendan, what are you, when you're looking at at businesses that you're going to that you're going to fund and you're going to uh, put an investment in, what are the like key categories or spaces where you're where you're thinking here's here's some of the places where there's the biggest opportunity for innovation? Do you think about it that way, or do you think about it solely on the business itself? So you know, re realistically, our fund is is industry agnostic. Okay. Meaning that we're really just looking for those tech-enabled businesses. We'll do some D2C, which is direct-to-consumer businesses, so products that may be going in you know, large retail chains, hopefully worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the vast majority of ours are going to be tech-enabled businesses. There's so many industries right now that, that we're really big on ed tech, which is education technology, property technology. We just see so much innovation happening with being able to build homes faster, better, more affordable. Um, and same thing with education tech. I mean, I, I think we've realized throughout this pandemic that a lot of our educational system um, is, is broken. And there's a lot of great entrepreneurs that are solving those problems. So we're really excited about kind of, you know, getting the first look and first crack at them to hopefully be able to fund them and make it a reality. When I think about ed tech too, I think about their business, like, like think about the Encantos model, right? Like they, and from ed, in an ed tech way, they really said, we're going to double down on building um, ed tech for children, first off from the um, Latinx diaspora, right? Like, and start there first, or kids who are on, on in different parts of the spectrum of linguistics, you know, either they're English dominant and trying to get to Spanish or Spanish dominant, trying to get to English. I think about businesses that are doubling down, tech that doubles down on the Black community. Give us an example of some of those types of businesses or anything that you, you think that like is an example for, that might turn the light on for some people to say, oh, my idea about that could be great. Yeah, so this, this is where it's really interesting and this is a big reason why we're doing what we do at Overlook BC. A lot of these, um, people that have had the ideas or, or, you know, had the drive aren't getting the attention that they deserve. They're overlooked founders. So there, there's not many out there in this space, but, you know, with our launch and there's a few other funds out there as well, who are starting to put a really great focus on this. We're hoping to give people like that kind of hope and say, Hey, you can do something within the black community. You can get the community behind you. And then you can also get the funding now. Eight six six eight. Oh no! Did he get stuck? Okay. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. All right, you stuck for a second. All right. Uh, if if a company, you say you already have a few people in the pipeline, are you still yeah. taking? You know, what do people need to do to pitch, and then who are you looking for to fund? Like, what are the qualities? Give us three qualities that you're looking for to fund a company. Yeah, have have um, an idea, have potentially some traction. That could be some early users or some people that have signed up. That could be revenue. Um, have a drive. Have like that that little bit of dog in you. You know, the the Kobe Bryant's, the Michael Jordans, the Serena Williams. Have that little bit of dog in you that that you want to go out there and get in. You're going to make it happen. 
And then um, just be willing to work with your community and your customers. We're really big on community. I've always been really big on community throughout um, my entrepreneurial journey. And I, I look for founders that are just like that. So uh, yeah, anybody can still apply to us. We're one of the few VCs that um, take open, open applications. You don't need a warm intro to either myself or my partner, Janine. Um, you can go right on our website and there's an application to put in all of your information and uh, you know submit a pitch deck or video or whatever may work best for you. And we're reviewing every single one that comes through us since our launch, you know, about a month ago, we've had, I believe now over 400 and we are reviewing every single one and we're responding to every single one. You won't be ghosted by, you know, our fund. What are you looking for? I mean, when you, when you invest in someone, what are you getting from? Like, are you taking 50% of the company? Like, and, and what's no, the average, no, we... what's the average investment uh, for Overlook, you, it's a fifty million dollar fund. So I know you know. It's, is the average a million? Is it five? Is a hundred thousand? What What's the average investment? Yeah. So our average investment will be around one hundred fifty thousand to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. We want to be that first check in for many of the founders we're working with because we know the other VC funds aren't. You know, the, many of them aren't paying attention to you. Right? You're overlooked. So we want to be that first check in for you that can get you that traction to the next level. So we'll be investing in around 80 to 100 companies at that um, $150,000 to $250,000 range. And you know each deal is gonna look different. I, I would say you know anywhere from 10 to 15%, we're gonna be doing safe notes a lot. So that kind of you know, pushes it on to the next round, but um, we're, we're willing to work with you. That's I think the most important aspect. We're not just throwing a check at you and saying, go get it. We're going to get in the trenches with you because both of us have the experience of doing it ourselves. When you say get in the trenches, this is the part where I feel like that um, people with really, really great ideas have to be really judicious about who they take money from, right? Is that if you say we're going to get in the trenches with you, does that mean like, hey, we're going to we're going to open up our network to you. We're going to make these we're going to make key introductions. Like talk to me about what. If I've got an idea that I know in my heart is like, this is not a million dollar idea. This is a billion dollar idea. And the differences between I'm sitting in Hattiesburg, Mississippi or Birmingham, Alabama, and I don't have the right connections. $150,000 would be great for me, but the connections and the network that I'm missing is what I really believe is gonna take me over the top. Talk to me about how I should be thinking about who I take money from. Yeah, make sure it's somebody that has is community oriented. That's the biggest thing. We're very community oriented. Our community is your community. We want to help you in every way possible, especially if we're giving you money because we're expecting a return our, on our investment. But even the founders that we work with that you know we haven't invested in, we do this all the time. Today on Twitter, somebody reached out and said, hey, I'm looking for a job. I'm a React engineer. Can you help me with this, right? Is there anybody that you know? I put out a post on Twitter and within 15 minutes, several people said they're reaching out to him because they want to hire him. So we have the network of engineers, the network of community members, marketers, et cetera, et cetera, all the way down, you know, from top to bottom, that whatever you need, we're going to open up our community to you to help you be successful. And then we're going to get down there and do a lot of it ourselves. My partner, Janine, is like, you know, she's a marketing savant. And um, so if there's anybody that needs help with marketing, 
we're going to immediately plug in Janine so that she can get them to that next level and not only like do it for them, teach them how to do it so that they can repeat that process. You, you still didn't answer um, what percentage of the company are you getting for the, for the hundred thousand dollars that 150, yeah. what percentage? Well, so, so each one, each deal is so different, you know, like it could be anywhere from like 8%, it could be 5%, it could be, you know, up to 15%. We don't want to take, you know, at the end of the day, 50% of your company, or, this, this isn't Shark Tank. Okay. This just isn't That's how important. it works, right? That's important. Because when you go to raise money later on, you're so diluted and from the capital that you've taken, you may not even have the interest in making your company a success anymore. You may want to move on to something else. We realize that and understand that. So that's why we're working with them in, in, in every way possible. And the risk, because, you know, most of these companies don't actually turn a profit. So you're putting a lot on the, on the table. I always wonder why people invest like is the write-off like because there's a lot of times you know maybe one out of ten is going to hit and that one could be everything that one could be the next google and that's what you're banking on right that one being the next google absolutely yeah it's it's the power law and it's very prevalent in dc and that just means you know 50 of the companies you could invest in could be duds and you know two of them may be winners google facebook um duolingo etc and that can return your whole fund and, and get you a lot of money. But realistically, we're very big on the overlooked founders because historically, these founders actually do better. So every single company that we invest in, we're expecting to perform very well. They just haven't been given the opportunities from many of the other funds, the historical funds that have been around. So, you know, we believe that investing in you, getting in the trenches with you, working with you and opening up our communities is going to make every single company that we invest in a success. Obviously, that may not be the deal at the end of the day, but in 10 years, I guarantee our fund's gonna be looked back on as someone who did very well because they took the chance on the founders that many others weren't giving an opportunity to. All right, well, listen, uh, always looking at you, always checking in with you. Uh, wish you all the success in the world. And if there's anyone out there that's looking for venture for venture capital money, Head over to, uh, I was trying to find, is it uh, Overlook Ventures? That, what, what's the website? Yeah, it's overlookedventures.com. Overlooked. You can find us right on there. ED, yeah, Overlooked and, and Ventures. Overlooked Ventures, yes, ma'am. And then also, just real quick, we are still raising our funds. So, And we're raising under a provision called 506C, which allows us to raise publicly. So if anybody wants to be an investor in our fund, please don't hesitate to reach out to either myself or my partner, Janine. I like that. All right. Well, Brandon, thank you. Follow him to it. Brandon Brooks. Appreciate you. Uh, 866-801-8255. Drew and I, Drew's sticking around. Uh, wait, Drew, you want to ask him about geography before we do that? Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry, Brandon. Sorry, Drew. Oh, no, I'll do that. Um, Brandon, the last thing I was going to ask is that I feel like so much of, um, so much of funds have been and investments have been going to the coast, right? Um, are y'all think how are y'all thinking about geography, right? For for how you're investing, and how are you making sure that people in other geographies know about the funds so that you get that sort of the right people coming to you? Yeah, so we're very interested in the Midwest. We're very interested in like you know the St. Louis, Columbus, Pittsburgh, PA, where I'm from. 
Um, we're very interested in um, Baltimore. So a lot of these areas, they haven't been getting a lot of funding. And I think that's going to be a large focus for our fund. We will fund anyone from anywhere within the United States. And, and we may look to eventually opening that up to um, some other countries as well. But how we're getting people to know about it, we have a strong ground game. I was just in Columbus last week. We were out meeting with people. I might have a very strong network within Pittsburgh. We're just all over. And we have a very large network between myself and my partner, Janine Sickmeyer, um, that, that, you know, online presence that people are sharing, retweeting and like telling everybody about the fund. So and then doing amazing interviews like this, you know, we want people to hear us, know about us and know that we're an option and that hopefully we're known as a founder friendly VC firm that you can reach out to anytime. And I take DMs, emails, everything, uh, yeah. Facebook Messenger. And we're very responsive. You are very, very. I've seen that uh, up close. Overlooked Ventures, Overlooked ED Ventures. Brandon Brooks, thank you again for coming back. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.